Welcome to the Illuminated Word Podcast. In this podcast, we take a reading from Scripture each day. We look at the background material to that passage and also application for us. Once again, welcome to the Illuminated Word Podcast. Hey, and thanks for joining us in the Illuminated Word. My name is Devin Morris, and I'm here with the highly esteemed uh, Mr. Philip Dampier. How are you doing today, sir? Doing well today. Good. Good to hear. Today, our scripture is from Daniel chapter 5, verses 24 through 31. We've been leading up to this all week, so hopefully you've got a good idea of what's in chapter 5, and now we're kind of finishing out our time with Belshazzar as king, and we're about to move on to some, to some big changes. So here's our scripture. I'll go ahead and read it for us, and then uh, me and Philip will have a chance to, to speak. Then from his presence, the hand was sent, and this writing was inscribed. And this is the writing that was inscribed, Mene, Mene, Tekel, and Parson. This is the interpretation of the matter. Mene, God has numbered the days of your kingdom and brought it to an end. Tekel, you have been weighed in the balances and found wanting. Paris, your kingdom is divided and given to the Medes and Persians. Then Belshazzar gave the command, and Daniel was clothed with purple, a chain of gold was put around his neck, and a proclamation was made about him, that he should be their third ruler in the kingdom. That very night, Belshazzar, the Chaldean king, was killed, and Darius, the Mede, received the kingdom, being about 62 years old. So all week, uh, if you've been listening in, we've uh, chapter five is a little bit repetitive at the beginning. You get a uh, uh, Belshazzar re- receiving what we could call a vision or maybe even some type of, you know, theophany if this is, you know, God's hand coming down here and writing on the wall. Uh, so we've, we've had this repeated twice already. Daniel finally gets to come in after Belshazzar's crew is unable to interpret it. The, the reward being a, a given a, a, a placement of third in the kingdom. And so Daniel's going to just keep moving up the chain here. Um, but now we finally get Daniel coming in and interpreting the writing. So, uh, Mr. Philip, what, what were some some things either we could take from this, maybe some insights that some haven't thought about when reading this section of Scripture? Well, uh, you know, we're, we're looking at the, at the tail end of it. and um, I wasn't around earlier in the week when you guys were talking about it, but I, I've always been astonished at the first part of this chapter that he threw a feast for a thousand people now that's uh <laughs> yeah that's a big dinner on the ground yeah, a, right. <laughs> <laughs> and uh and he was drinking wine in front of them and I, i've wondered a lot about the significance of the significance of that so there's a lot of things uh well i don't know what the drinking of the wine in front of them meant unless he was making some kind of toast or comment you know sure but but at, at least when we get to uh, when we get to this part of it, uh, we get to the judgmental part uh, where he's judged for for his behavior. It's interesting that Nebuchadnezzar gets four chapters and Belshazzar gets one, and Belshazzar really doesn't get a chapter. Right. He, he just gets a. He just, uh, yeah, he's off in one chapter. Yeah. <laughs> he's, he, he's just brought. His sins are brought to bear in the in, in his chapter. Well, some of the things that I that I, I saw in this that I think are, are rather interesting. 
is that uh, th there are three major faults brought out about Belshazzar. And it's the same three faults that are brought out against Nebuchadnezzar. So, um, yeah, that's I interesting. That, I thought that was interesting. You, you yeah. have arrogance, you have blasphemy, and you have idolatry. And those are the same three things that plague Nebuchadnezzar. Yet Nebuchadnezzar was allowed to keep his kingdom, mm -hmm. and Belshazzar is not. So there's something prior to this feast that we don't know about. We, we're coming in at the end of the trial. So we've not heard all of the, the pros and cons given by the, by the lawyers. Right. What we're hearing is the judge's statement. Mm -hmm. So evidently, there's a major difference between the way Belshazzar handled the accusations of arrogance, blasphemy, and idolatry, and the way that Nebuchadnezzar handled it yeah, and a lot of a lot of nebuchadnezzar's chapters you i guess you kind of see him struggling with it maybe a little bit more like trying you know he'll admit that god is yahweh is is you know the one true god but then he goes right back to you know m maybe that's why we get more of him i don't know i i think there's just the step that eventually nebuchadnezzar got it mm -hmm. god had to keep putting the pressure on and had to get worse and worse and worse that, you know, in Nebuchadnezzar's case, he, he had an opportunity to see God at work. Mm -hmm. And his response to that was, wow, this is God. And then he'd forget about it, and then it, he'd see God at work again. <laughs> and his response was, wow, this is God. Now, yeah. I'm thinking that Belshazzar, uh, Daniel tells him, I don't know what verse that is, but Daniel tells him when he's interpreting the passage, you saw your father you saw what happened right and you didn't learn from it yeah verses 21 and 22 yeah all right so you you, you didn't learn from it and uh <clears throat> indicating to me that here's the major difference nebuchadnezzar stumbled but he he recognized he stumbled mm -hmm. even though the last one was was pretty rough and pretty plain but bell shatter's just like I've seen all that, but I'm not impressed. Mm -hmm. And this whole feast scene, I think, is a way of saying I'm not impressed. Mm. Because what he does in front of these thousands of his leaders is he has the utensils brought from the, the storage room that had been taken from the temple. And to prove that his God was more powerful than the Jewish God, he drinks from the sacred yeah, I'm just going to casually use the stuff that you find. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is like our day-to-day -day silverware here, mm -hmm. you know? and uh, which was a way of just throwing it in God's face. Right. And uh, and at the same time he did that, he bragged on his own gods. He says the God of the Israelites is nothing. We defeated them. They to me. I'll just prove it to you. I'll just drink out of that God's cup and show that it. He's nothing. Well, <clears throat> in the middle of that, here a hand shows up on the wall. And I, I've always tried to visualize that. In my yeah. mind. What kind of a hand? How big was the hand? How, how <laughs> big was the writing? You know? Right. 
And some of the illustrations I've seen in the past, the letters fill the whole wall. It wasn't like in pica or, or elite type or something. Mm -hmm. Like huge letters, like a billboard. And, uh, and, and here are these words that nobody can make sense of, which is, is interesting because on the surface, the words are not foreign. Right. Uh, you know, they're not, it's like taking three words out of our dictionary and, and putting them up on the wall or four. And uh, so they're not foreign words. And the, the interesting thing to me about this whole deal is that they're, and I'm not a Hebrew scholar. We, we need, uh, we need Chris here to help us with that. <laughs> right. But, uh, but I know that they're written as nouns. That's an, any, anything you read anywhere about this passage. Uh, they're written as nouns. But when Daniel reads them, he reads them as verbs. Yes, yeah. And uh, don't you think that's a little interesting? Yeah, he's they're able written, to, I guess, take a little nouns. bit of liberty. Yeah, they're written as nouns, and nobody can figure out why do we have three kinds of money on the wall. Mm -hmm. And uh, one interesting thing about them as nouns, as, as I'm sure you know, they, they start off with a small amount. And then they, the next one is about a 60th of the first one, mm. which is really a drop off. And then the third one is half of the previous one, of the shekel. The shekel right. is about a 60th of the minor. So you start with a little bit, you start with a small amount of money, you cut it way down, and then you cut it way down again. So you have this decreasing scale. And, uh, and yet, that, that's what everybody's seeing. But when Daniel shows up, Daniel says, well, what if we turn these nouns into verbs? And I don't understand how the Hebrew works. You know, I'm not a Hebrew person, I don't know. I just know that you throw out the vowels and you wind up with the constants. And each of these has three letters. Mm -hmm. How much I know. And those three letters, can be turned into verbs, and that's what Daniel does. Daniel just, he just says, well, you see nouns, but they're really verbs. And what, and what are the verbs? Well, uh, the first one is numbered. Something has been numbered. And the second one is weighed, something's been weighed, and then something's been divided. And uh, he gives his explanation of that. But, you know, we can sort of follow that along. Something's been numbered. Well, in this case, it's the length of time that Belshazzar's going to rule as king and live. His days have been numbered as king and as a human being. Mm -hmm. In Nebuchadnezzar's case, his days were numbered as king, but he kept on living even though he was eating grass. And he got a chance to come back. But right. in, 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 in this case... Uh, there's not going to be a second chance. This is the end right now. It's kind of like the story of the, of the farmer who built a bigger barn and said, tomorrow, boy, I'm going to really relax because I'm going to say, whoo, look at all what all I've done. Well, that's belt shatter, except that there isn't any tomorrow. Yeah, that's a good comparison. No tomorrow. Mm -hmm. And so... Uh, He's in there having a feast and all the 
probably all the leaders of his army are in there with him. And outside the gate are the Medes and Persians under Darius waiting for night to come when everybody goes to sleep from having drank all that wine they were drinking and eating too much. And they just march in and uh, take over the country. So he's been numbered, his days have been numbered. He's been weighed and he's been, he's been found wanting. And if you look at the nouns, you can see that as time went by, it got worse. The further Belshazzar went, the less and less and less his value became. Mm-hmm. So he got to the point where it was so low, it was not redeemable. Mm. That's, that's what I see. That's what I see in this. And uh, so there may be some other things you could look at in the fact that Daniel was offered a bonus. Right. You know, I don't want your bonus. I don't want anything to do with you. <laughs> I could keep your bonus. But he got it anyway. And it was like most bonuses in life, it was worthless. I mean, the honors of men. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can get lots of honors and put them on your wall. And that's all they're good for. Sir? I said, that's all they're good for, hanging up on the wall. That's right. They're good for hanging on the wall. And you can point them out to your visitors when they come <laughs> That's in. true. Yeah. But, you know, I was well, elected to this and I was elected to that. Right. So, so that's all, that's all this amounts to. And, and uh, it, it didn't even last through the night. Unless, of course, the new king decides to, to honor it. But I mm-hmm. mean, it, it was, and I, I think that's a, that's a good point for us to keep in mind that what, uh, all these things that we're, that if we get involved in this arrogance and blasphemy and idolatry, that uh, the arrogance part, uh, we're nobody, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know, just like, just like the farmer, just like the rich man and Lazarus, you can go on and on and on, but we're nobody. We're, we're, we're here. Our life is like the breath of a little breeze. It's like a flower that blooms for a day and dies. And we forget that. And the first thing you know, we, we start bragging about who we are, and then we turn to blasphemy and idolatry. We have a lot of idolatry in America. Oh, yeah. Uh, We're good at that. We have a lot of idolatry in our lives. And uh, we may be fixing to find out who's really running the show. Yeah. I think what I like about just this whole, uh, I guess, the context of what's going on, you know, how many prophets speak out against Babylon you know, how many chapters are dedicated? Hey, God's, God's going to do this. And then, you know, Daniel, I don't know. You feel like Daniel could have drawn out the destruction a little bit. You know, it was something that was just, it's going to happen. It's going to happen. It's going to be awful. And then we get one line. It's like, and then he lost the kingdom. And now, you know, Darius is king. You know, it's like that quick. Uh, I don't know. So there's, there's, for me, there's almost a humor. You know, it's, it's warned about. They're warned over and over and over again. Belshazzar, you know, probably has the whole, you know, life is of his father to have learned about Yahweh, but he just chooses to ignore it. He puts it off. And then it just comes down to one verse and it's over. That's it. You know? <laughs> oh, hell yeah. It's, this is not a long trial. <laughs> right. It well, actually, I guess in a way you're right. But in a way, the trial maybe has been going on. Sure. That might be something we want to stop and think about. 
as a, we're all thinking about some judgment at the end, but we're being judged on a daily basis. Sure. On an hourly basis, on a minute basis. Every thought, every intent of our heart is being judged. We're, it's not like we're going to wait to some day of judgment. Uh, that judgment's based on what's being done. There's a record being kept right now for us, just like there was for Belshazzar. And it just got worse and worse and worse. That's why we need Jesus. There are two ways to look at this, I think, for us. One, we can be Nebuchadnezzar. We can mess up, but we can get it straight. It's called repentance. Or we can be Belshazzar and mess up and stick our thumb up at God and say, do your best. Mm -hmm. And if we do that, we're going to be terribly shocked, just like uh, just like Belshazzar was. You can't you can't get away with arrogance, blasphemy, and idolatry. Right. And I don't care which prophet we're in. <laughs> I think they all agree on that one. They all agree. <laughs> You're not going to get away with that. You, 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 God hates proud people. Mm -hmm. He hates the whole idea of thinking that you're something when you're nothing and uh, not giving him because it means that you're not giving him the credit. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then drinking out of the holy ve the vessels from the temple. What, what kind of blasphemy is that? And even Jesus said, at some point you draw the line on blasphemy. Mm -hmm. you, every sin can be forgiven, but blasphemy, the Holy Spirit, you get to the point where, Blasphemy will put you in Belshazzar's shoes, Belshazzar's shoes. And, and, and then the case of idolatry, well, he was all about gold, silver, stone, wood, anything. You can make an idol out of it. I mean, the point of that, I think, is you can make an idol out of anything, right down to a stick of wood. You can oh, make yeah. anything an idol. And that's exactly where we are today in America, maybe the world, but certainly in America. We have a lot of, you know, we, we are so bold, Devin, we are so bold that we actually call them idols. Yeah. We call them screen idols. Uh -huh. You know, uh, we, we, we come right out and say, oh yes, we idolize singers, actors, rich people, famous people. We were right in God's face and say, ooh, that's my idol. Well, that's a good thought, and that's a good thing to end on. I think I think that serious tone is probably a good thing to, to end on for this one because this is is some big judgment coming in for, for Babylon and something that we can we can take from. Uh, thank you, Mr. Philip. I appreciate you spending time with me. I appreciate our, our listeners tuning in, and uh, I guess we'll be back next week. I hope to be here. Okay. You have a good day, Mr. Phillip. Yes, sir. All right. Bye-bye. Thank you.